What's up, guys? It's the Monday Night Football After Show on AfterBuzz TV. The Indianapolis Colts demolished the New York Jets. We're here to break it down for you. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Bow, 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 bow. It's not even over yet. Jill, why are you waving the flag, Jill? Because that's all that the Jets can do at this point. <laughs> why do you have that flag? Yeah, why Jill? do you have a Jets flag? Is it because it's J for Jill? You know, no, but that's kind of crafty. Um, I did this brand campaign with Pepsi, um, fans' favorite fan, a few years back, and one of the things they flew oh. us out to New York to MetLife Stadium and took yep. us to a Jets game, um, and they gave us souvenirs, and so I kept it. No one's going to Jets games anymore. I wouldn't. Probably a waste of time. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome to the Monday Night Football After Show. This is uh, the proverbial white flag, even though it's green, for the New York Jets season. I am your host, Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Jill. Where can they find you? I'm Jill Monroe. You can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Yo, don't you get a blog? I do. It's jocksandstilettojill.com for all your sports and pop culture gossip. Thanks, yes, Michael Luffy. Yes, my favorite blog, which actually you can catch my NFL rankings every Tuesday. They'll be up tomorrow for the next week. Uh, and my name is Michael Rippey. You can catch me on social media at Mike Rips. I fully suspect your Dolphins to be off of that top ten. Yeah, they're dropping. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're dropping. And one team I suspect to not even come close to the list is the New York Jets. They're um, going to be in the bottom. I mean, before we get into the Colts, let's talk about the Jets. I, you know, games like this are very hard to review as a panel because there's really nothing to talk about with the exception of one team imploding and the other team just dominating. And I think today was more about the Jets just imploding. What do you guys feel? How do you feel about today's game? The storyline. Je- the Jets didn't even come to play. Right. They, they, they quit before the game started. They have nothing to play for but pride, and they clearly showed they have no pride. Do you think that it's time? One thing I wonder, I mean, I guess, you know, head coaches know when their um, team, the other members are ready, but isn't it time to throw some different combinations out to start looking for next year? They have a couple of rookie quarterbacks. That's that's why Petty got in the game. That's why Petty got in the game. But at the same time, I I don't think they're that good. And on top of that, which is kind of discouraging as a Jet fan, Todd Bowles was hired to be your coach, and he's a defensive mind. So to see your defense this bad... He was a defensive mind. (laughs) After tonight, you can no longer call him a defensive mind. What what would you call him, Mark? A a was defensive mind. A was? Yeah, a defense was offensive. Well, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, completely futile on offense as a defensive coach, but if your thing is defense, then you expect, you know, your team to be at least solid defensively and keep you in games. But, I mean, it's come to the point where everything about the Jets is just an absolute joke, and I hate to say that. Rebus isn't the same anymore. Um, Nobody is the same. Yeah. Matt Forte doesn't look the same. Brandon Marshall doesn't look the same. Ryan Fitzpatrick's not the same. Yeah. Todd Bowles is not the same. It's the team of was. The team of was. The team of was. Yeah. Of yesteryear. Although they've never really been good still. But the players, the individual, you know, Revis at one time was one of the top um, people at He was the best. He, he was, was the best quarterback. Revis Island was not a myth. Right. You know, now, Pebble. But, Revis isn't even the issue because he's no. still respectable, but it's. You think so? This is he's not good, but I mean, he's still an average to respectable. He's not the worst player that they have going. They got a lot more issues than just uh, Darrell Revis. They've got an entire team that's 
they quit. Yeah. You know, even even the way they were playing with their stupid penalties, there was a, a play today where Sheldon Richardson pushed Andrew Luck out of bounds where it just showed they have no heart. They're just quitting. They had the interception where there was no Jets on the field. That you was funny. Tell <laughs> there was a, like, the guy returned it four yards before you even saw a Jet near him. I mean, that was funny. Embarrassing. Me and Mike were watching the game, and there was an interception, and the guy was running it back, and Mike goes out loud, where are the Where are the Jets? Are there any like, Jets on the field? Like, Adams legitimately yeah. ran 30 yards, but there, there was no Jet in the picture. <laughs> Like, what are you guys doing? I, I think chilling on vacation. Now, do you think Bowles is gone after this season? What no, do you guys? You, you think, I don't think Bowles? So. What is this? His second or third season with them? This is his second, I believe. This right? Is this, this is his second. I think. I mean, because you have to think. Last season, Gino, you know, what was it? His chance. Yeah, that but, was supposed to be the. Third but Fitzpatrick year. came on. Fitzpatrick well. came on. They well, were ten and six, even though they didn't. Yeah, but this season, more injuries. Sort of, they've been out of sorts. I think he has one more season, or at least the start of. Okay. You know, um, next season to kind of pull it together. He doesn't have a long leash. I'm not saying that he'll be there for well, a while, but I think that, you know. This one's a coin flip for me. You would hope that he gets a third season. I think he deserves a third season, but the Jets organization, especially Woody Johnson, has been known to make quick, rash decisions. Yes. And especially with this team where they're going to be, they don't have any really future players on the roster as you look at it right now. If anything, maybe you, you say they have a couple defensive players that are keepers and Leonard Williams and maybe a couple of the younger guys, but offensively they're all older. They're, they're players and they're going to clean house. So you wonder, will they clean house uh, with the coaches as well? Just because it's tough to start new with the entire players with an older coach, even though it's only going to be his third year. So I would say it's a coin flip. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets fired, not saying he deserves to because he had a good <coughs> season last year, Yeah, but it's a really bad season. And Woody Johnson is a guy that makes quick changes. All right, guys, and everyone in the chat, if you're listening, please hit us up. Let us know hey, what you there think. in the chat. We see who looks like. You see Brandon anybody? Clifford, Dev, is that Devin? Devin Let Polk? us know what How you think you of the Jets, the Jets' future, uh, what's wrong with the Jets, everything bad about the Jets, I guess. If there's any silver lining with the Jets, if we have any Jets fans in the chat. Are we missing something? Are we, are we failing to see the point that there's a lesson to be learned for the Jets in it, all of this? How did the Jets get on Monday Night Football? Because they were good last year. They were 10-6. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I admit, I, I said it up time and time again on this show, is that I thought the Jets were going to be good this year. I, they had me fooled. They I, really did, did. I definitely thought they were going to be at least respectable. Yeah. like I, they, I thought they were going to be pretty close to last season. I mean, they brought in Matt Forte. You thought that they were going to improve a little bit, but everything See, I felt like Matt wrong. Forte was over. Um, you know, I mean, obviously... He had started off the season. He had a couple of good games, and then after that, yeah. he's just been flat. They don't have any backup on the bench for that position, so their run game is kind of non-existent. Something that could have helped them out with um, their questionable quarterback. So I just kind of felt like they're just kind of lost in the sauce. They don't seem to really have a direction, or they did, but then something just went terribly wrong. Hashtag lost in the sauce. Lost what do we got in the chat, guys? You see anything? Fantasy stats gurus here. Hey. Yes, Fantasy check everything. Up, All right, they better be in your game. By the way. I just want to talk to you guys for a second. Okay. The Jets <laughs> performance today. I've got a new thing. I've got my book. I'm making a list. <laughs> and the Jets are going on the list. So everyone, your teams better watch it because you can go on the list next. And if you say something, you guys could be on the list. You don't and want to be on the list. Are your on Dolphins list? on the list? Not yet. Oh, come on, the man. The Jets oh, are on the list. The Jets are on the list. After tonight's performance, I'm writing the Jets on the list, and you better be careful. You don't want to okay. be in this book. Right. Can I tell you who? Well, I don't know if we're ready to move there, but I can tell you who else needs to be on the list. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. I because. Wanna, yeah. I want to talk about the culture a little bit. Um, they're in a division where a 500 record could obviously get you into the playoffs. Maybe they're going to be number seven. one after this win. Yeah. Um, Andrew Luck looked great. I don't know if that, obviously it's him, but also mixed with the Jets' secondary. They're just. 
terrible right now. He went 22 of 28, 278 yards and four touchdowns. Vintage Andrew Luck. And I feel like he needed a break. He's coming off of his first concussion. Um, he's actually been taking a beating this season. I think he's been sacked 36 times this season. That's first place in the league. Ooh. So, um, you know, it's good to see a performance like that out of him. It's probably his O-line has been non-existent, which is probably what has led to those little sacks. And remember, I think that goes back to early in the season when their owner said that he couldn't afford to pay for other playing right. positions. So, you know. I'll, I'll read down the stats. T.Y. Hilton in line receptions, 146 yards. Dwayne Allen, four receptions, three of them being touchdowns. In the first half. Wow, that's crazy. Look at that. Didn't they have, like, two touchdowns in, like, the first five minutes of the, or something like it, that it, in the first quarter? It was just a beatdown from the beginning. So he had four receptions, 72 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Jack Doyle, four for 30. Dante Moncrief, four for 26 for a touchdown. He has a touchdown in every game, I feel like. He does. He does, right? He, I don't even exaggerate. No, Dante Moncrief would know is, uh, he, he, there, I think he had one game where he didn't score a touchdown, but he almost scores a touchdown every game when Andrew <laughs> Luck is quarterback. Yeah. Him and Luck always, he absolutely does. They find the end zone together. So maybe that offense is starting to click. I mean, like I said, the Texans don't look good. They didn't look good in Green Bay. The Titans, you never know what you're going to get with them. Like I said all year, the Colts have luck. Shouldn't they kind of be the favorites to win a division now? Well, it looks like that they're going to cruise right into it. Well, I mean, who's going to... They're not going to cruise. Not right now, cruise, we got a three-way but... tie. we got three teams at six and six. Yeah. Houston, I Indianapolis, think... and Tennessee. So this game doesn't put them... Um, no, they're no. all going to be six and six. And the big matchup will uh, be next week when Indianapolis and Houston play. So that's a big matchup mm-hmm. between Indianapolis and Houston. Um, Indianapolis' schedule down the stretch, though, is not, no, no gimme, because they got to go to Minnesota after next week, uh, and then they play at Oakland, and they finish up at home against Jacksonville, which... That's probably That's a gimme, a win. but you know, at Oakland, the Minnesota game, and Houston, those yeah. are not gimmies. And of course, <clears throat> who knows if Luck can stay healthy for the next four? But I would say it's hard to go against Andrew Luck. Yeah, so it absolutely is. But you, you know, you're still rocking your Titans. I'm not going to jump off Tennessee now. Come on, it's my wow. team. They got a tough schedule though down the stretch, Tennessee. Well, right now the game is actually still going on. It's 41-10 They're at the two-minute warning. Oh, um, the Colts are at the Jets' twenty, so they might actually score again, which is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. Uh, just a complete embarrassment of the game for the Jets. I mean, there's really not much else to talk about. I kind of feel bad for the people coming in and well, listening to us because it's like, I don't, no, no, don't what, feel do you, bad. what do you say? It's like, okay, the Colts just completely ran the ball down their throats. Yeah, the, the, forget the game. The Jets are terrible, but we've already showed you that we have the list. We showed you the <laughs> Jets flag is at half staff. Yes. Fantasy Stats Guru actually has a question for you, I think. I think it's for all of us. Well, who did you think was going to be number two in that division? Jets, Miami, or the Bills? Coming into the season, I thought Buffalo. I thought Me the too. Je- I thought the Jets. I, I thought Buffalo. I thought, I thought the Jets Coming were going to go 10. Season. I thought they were going to go 10 and 6 again. Yeah. Really? I thought they were going to go 10 and 6 and make the playoffs. Well, I, I didn't think they were going to be as bad as they are, but I didn't. I you know, didn't have too many high hopes. I thought Buffalo would be a little better than where they are. I wanted to finish off our Indianapolis and their division thing because we were trying to figure out who we each think is going to win the division. So who do you think, Josh? Because I know that I, I've said Tennessee. I think, Jill, you said Indianapolis. You're on? Um, I, I said maybe. I didn't have I'm a official, firm I, Such a I officially uh, <laughs> I'm going to say the Colts. The Colts? Okay, so you got the Colts. Cause, so I want to just go through the schedules. I t- told you what Indianapolis is. Yeah. Tennessee is coming off by their last four. They're going to be home. To Denver, they go to KC, uh, to Jacksonville, and then they finish up home to Houston. So That's tough, man. It is tough, but here's my thought. I think they're going to split those two games between Denver and KC. I think they're going to go 1-1, and I think they're going to beat Jacksonville and Houston down the stretch, and they're going to win the division at 9-7 and seven, is my prediction. I, and then, I disagree. I think they go 0-2. Oh I, I don't think they win their next two games. Oh, I think they're going to beat Denver at home. I don't. 
but we'll see. But then on the flip side, then you have Houston, and finally uh, Houston's schedule, they finish off with uh, – they finish – they're at Indianapolis, which I just said. That's a tough one. Then they play Jacksonville, and uh, they play Cincinnati and Tennessee. So I'm taking Tennessee. You're I'm, taking Indianapolis. I'm taking Indianapolis. And Jill's taking whoever wins. Um, Are you taking yeah. Houston? Are you taking Houston? I, She's no, I'm not baby. taking Houston. I actually don't think that Houston. I think that the loss of JJ Watt um, really impacted them, so I don't expect too much from them. But I think that vision, division overall is just very mediocre. So it's a toss up, and there's nobody that I feel like any affinity more towards, or that I feel like. So you're taking whoever wins. Can yeah, I, I mean, what are we taking here? Not in that. Div- yeah, I'm just. Yeah, you want Jacksonville. Wins. What do you want? <laughs> People, Jacksonville doesn't exist. Guys in the chat, everyone, everyone listening, who do you take you in that go on division? The list? I might have to go on the list for that division. <laughs> Moving along. By because the way, I have something I want to talk about that I've been right about all season. All right, so by, let's, by the way, though, in that division, just for the record, Houston is has a net point differential of negative 50. Oh! And also, Brock, Brock Osweiler came out this week and said that they're uh, just about to explode on offense. Brock Osweiler, shut up. Brock. <laughs> you can't... <laughs> Don't get me started on DeAndre Hopkins and the lack of production he's had on my fantasy football team because of Brock Osweiler. Yeah, Brock Osweiler. Do not, do not want to get into that The right only now. quarterback who can make an amazing receiver bad. <laughs> Brock Osweiler, shut up. Okay. All right, so you guys want to get into a Week 13 roundup? Sure. Let's do it. All right, so Dallas, 17-15 over the Minnesota Vikings. I told you the Vikings are We'll keep are it short I know you guys, we had a whole Thursday night football thing. Right. Yeah, the go, Vikings see, go are see done. the Thursday night football yeah. Yeah. recap. Vikings are done. Vikings are done. Dallas is for real. Dallas is I know, the truth. I know Rippy has some uh, reservations about Dallas right now. Well, actually, oh. we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, game later this Okay, we'll keep, we'll keep it going. Uh, Chiefs, 29-28. They win the game on an interception. A pick two. A pick two. That was crazy. Who, it's been you all season that we're talk- has been talking about the Chiefs? Yes. We all- Chiefs early, yeah. but yeah, Josh guys, has got the Chiefs in yeah, the Super Bowl you guys, now. You guys have been on the Chiefs very early. I was like, oh, I don't know. They've come on strong, quietly. Nobody yeah. was thinking about them, and they've quietly been getting it done consistently week after week. And they play this Thursday against Oakland for the tops Ooh, of that division. That's going to be an it's amazing game. That's going to be a great game. Join us Thursday night. You would take, Fantasy Stats Guru said he would take the Colts if Luck stays healthy. So okay. that's his pick for the division. Okay. Yeah. Can't I, go against I, that. I like really. that he's on my side. I like that uh, he's on my yeah. side. <laughs> he took Tyrod last week with us, too. Remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> The Bears, 26-6 to over the San Francisco 49ers. Colin Kaepernick, wait, at four yards? Is that That's the story? Did, did he play? I don't remember. He did play. I mean, I'm just... I'm yeah, just, but the snow was the story there. Yeah. And Jordan Howard with three touchdowns, helping out my fantasy team. But the Bears, Bears, Niners, I mean, that, that's not going to... Who cares about that game? Did you guys? Did any of you guys did watch that game? Did anybody watch that game? Did anybody care about that game? Who did not have a fantasy football player on Especially that? Especially in Week Thirteen. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. Bengals thirty-two, Eagles fourteen. These two teams are becoming irrelevant. I don't really. Know. I was pretty. I was pretty disappointed with the Philadelphia's uh, yeah, game plan and lack of effort I, against a really bad Cincinnati team. Yeah, I didn't really watch the game, but just the simple fact that they got blown out like that—that's not something I was expecting at all. The Eagles kind of took off really fast, and then I'm not really sure what's happening with them. It's like, well, I, I think we've learned that the Eagles have a poor head coach. Doug Peterson's not a good head coach. That's what you think it is. Well, I mean, there's more than just that, but I'm definitely I'm willing to now tell you that Doug Peterson's not a good head NFL head coach. All right, Packers 21, Texans 13 in the snow. Anything to take away from that game? Welcome back, Aaron. I mean, I don't know. He's nah. not really. I mean, he's been playing well all year. He it? has been, especially since Week Seven. Yeah. Which um, I pointed out a couple weeks ago, but 
I think at this point, I'm locked in on the teams that I'm locked in on. So some yeah. of these matchups, it's just like... Blah. Yeah. Yeah. Next How'd week, Green like? Bay plays Seattle. That's, that's that the game. That could be a good game. They always play some classics, and this is the game. If, if Green Bay can beat the, can beat Seattle this weekend, I think they're going to get in the playoffs. The thing with Green Bay that's kind of disappointing, though, I don't look at Green Bay like I used to look at Green Bay. No. So when I hear Green Bay-Seattle, I don't... Like, I, last year or two years ago, I'm like, oh, let's yeah. go. Now I'm just like... Well, they're not that elite team that you're used to. Yeah. D- definitely this season especially. But anytime, it's sort of the same as the Colts. If you have Aaron Rodgers, you have a shot. But uh, the rest of the cast is not as good. A shot at what, though? A shot at any game. Aaron Rodgers is that good, but... Just an right. interesting game at this point? Or do you think a legitimate shot at... I think they can legitimately win almost any game they're in because of Aaron Rodgers, similar to with Andrew Luck and the Colts, but I wouldn't take them to win, you know, repetitively over better teams. Okay. Gotcha. Tom Brady gets his record-setting uh, 301st win in a 26-10 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Who? Who? Tom Brady. Some consider him the no, no, greatest no. of all time. We, we're, not, we're not saying who to Tom Brady. Con- oh. Respect to Tom Brady. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, congratulations it's kind of to sad when you do it against a team like the Rams who have broken my heart by extending Jeff Fisher. Even though technically they just gave him another year, so it just buys them time until they get to the new stadium and they can introduce a new coach in a new stadium. That's what I'm hoping. However, who? I think, yeah. I think since the Rams extended Jeff Fisher's contract, they should go on the list. Is, is that my call? Are you kidding me? You see this hat? <laughs> this is an LA Rams hat. If Jeff Fisher is not fired in this offseason, not only is Jeff Fisher going on the list, extension. he just got an extension. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. Hold on. <laughs> Jeff Fisher needs to be fired, but not only that, this hat in the garbage. If Jeff Fisher is not fired, <laughs> not only that. I said this before. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep harping on it every show we do. Jeff Fisher's a joke. He's now one one more loss from tying the record for the most losses of any head coach in NFL history. Yeah. With Dan Reeves, there's still four games to go, so he's going to break the record. He's going to be the most losingest coach in the history of NFL. The Rams extended him. He can't find where the challenge flag is. Right. That was so embarrassing when this he was fumbling in his pocket joke. for the challenge flag. Do you know what he said this week? <laughs> he said that the wins and losses are under his control, but he can't control the offense. You're the head coach, bro. <laughs> you, did you hear what he said about the the conference call about the Patriots? They called him. Yeah, and he also was talking about, well, here's Go. the thing. He was talking about Brandon Bolden, and he said Danny. A lot of people misconstrued that oh, okay, as him okay. talking about Danny Woodhead, who's not on the same team. But okay. he was talking about Danny Amendola. But still, Danny Amendola's not even playing right now. He's hurt. So <laughs> why the hell would he be talking about Danny Amendola and Brandon Bolden? They're the, like the least important players on the team, at least Garrett Blonde or someone. This guy Jeff Fisher's he's clueless. He's to show he's not My point is this. Can someone do some detectiveness? Because I, detectiveness. I have an answer. I think I have an answer to your question. Can I tell you the rumor? I believe that there's some dirt that Jeff Fisher has. I'm about to tell you the rumor. Let's go for it. The rumor is that Jeff Fisher's agent is Marvin Demoff, okay. who is the father of Rams executive Kevin Demoff. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's true, but that's the rumor. Also, someone is saying that I think Jeff Fisher has naked pics of the owner of the Rams. I think that there's that and probably Damn seven hockey. other things because <laughs> whatever Jeff Fisher's doing to remain the head coach and get extensions is embarrassing. And I said this, I'm not kidding. If the Chargers come here, which looks like they're almost assured to do, and Jeff Fisher remains the head coach of the Rams, everyone's going to jump shift it's to the Chargers, more, yeah. who already have a more exciting team, and now your franchise is screwed. So, hello, LA Rams, do something smart. And that rumor was courtesy of Andrew Grant. Just at any rate. All right. Detroit Lions 28, New Orleans Saints 13. Yes, Detroit Lions, only because Golden Tate got me major fantasy points. 
And I won two weeks in a row. But anyway. Am I the only person who thinks Matt Tavert should be a candidate for no, MVP? No, no. He's always solid. I think that it's, I mean, his his receivers are performing. Golden Tate has had a nice season. They're starting to gel, but I don't think that it's, I don't feel like it's Matthew Stafford that's really the key I just catalyst think, for I this. think he should be. I, everyone in the chat, I know that we have people in the chat, I wonder what they think too. When people listening, you can leave your comments on YouTube, iTunes, whatever. But You I'll, said you had Matt Stafford as number two last week. I yeah. do. I still do. He was he was good this week. He's been very good this season. He's definitely uh, got to be in the conversation. No question okay. about it. Because every time I bring up but Stafford's where name. in the conversation? I think he's number two. I think, I think it goes. You think it's Derek See, Carr? I think it was Carr. I don't think he's number two, but I think Carr? he's in the conversation. It was Carr? Stafford, Ugh. Stafford, Ugh. Stafford, Ugh. and then like Matt Ryan. You better watch those hands, Matt Ryan. That's how. That's how I would rank them. Those hands are getting close to the list. Ah. <laughs> trying to go in the list, the people. No, but he's definitely in the conversation. Okay, good. he's been excellent. Also, Detroit Top won five. the first win of the season where they didn't trail in the fourth quarter this week. Look at that. After eleven games where they were trailing in the fourth quarter, they finally yeah. just were winning the whole time. And that's why I think Matt Stafford should be also be an MVP because he's led a magnitude of uh, he's comebacks. Been, he's been excellent. No yeah. question David about Carr it. David Carr actually has the most uh, touchdown passes. Game-winning touchdown passes. I think he's quarter. solidly behind Carr. I think he's also behind... For the season. I think he's like. also behind Ezekiel Elliott and maybe even Dak See? Prescott. Yeah. I also think he's behind Brady. I know Can I tell you guys you a go. crazy Zeke okay. stack since we brought him up sure. that I saw from ESPN go today? Ahead. He's never lost a road game since high, like not in high school, not in college, and so far not in the pros. Thoughts about the change That's this Sunday? Good, oh. It's a good stat. It's a good stat. If you were on the list, I would take you off. <laughs> Broncos twenty, Jacksonville Jaguars ten. No surprise here. Wow. We just move on. No one really believes in Denver. I, I think Denver's better than I think. I actually thought. I don't know. I think Denver's not that good. I mean, they have a good defense. Don't get me wrong. I thought yeah. they. I said before I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Right. Uh, Trevor Simeon didn't play this game. Paxton Lynch played. They. Blake Bortles saved them. Good stat. On the flip side, do you know that Blake Bortles has more pick sixes than victories? <laughs> wow. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. He has more pick sixes than he has wins in the NFL. Yeah. He's terrible. And he was the reason that Denver basically won. Yeah, he fooled me. He's another one that fooled me. I thought he was going to be good this year. I think uh, last year I was fooled by all the garbage town touchdowns. Garbage, garbage time, time touchdowns yep. he threw. Good stats, And man. me being like a very big fantasy football enthusiast, like seeing his fantasy numbers just tricked me because I didn't see enough of him. I just knew that he threw for a lot of touchdowns. And now that I'm able to see him and see what he's not capable of. Not so much, huh? Yeah, yeah, not so much. Not sold on Blake Borders anymore. How many oh, years does he, how long does he have left on his contract? Well, I think I think that year? I think Jacksonville is cutting bait with that entire I think Gus is Bradley's gone. gone. Yeah. I think there's definitely they're bringing someone in to compete with Bortles at best for Bortles. Right. I, I could see him easily being the backup going into next season. I feel like that's a place where you could see Jay Cutler land or someone. Okay. That might be okay. Ravens, 38. Dolphins, 6. Oh, why'd you got to do that? Because that was we, bad. we got to go through every game. Oh. Got to go through every game. Next game. I mean, <laughs> the Ravens are starting to click a little bit. I, it, I felt bad for your Dolphins because they just completely fell apart. It's like, where's the team that's been here the past couple of weeks? You just didn't know. show up. You don't have any yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't show up. Pretty, pretty embarrassing effort. The Ravens probably the best game they played all season. Yeah, and most complete. Joe Flacco maybe the best game ever in the regular season. I can't remember a Joe Flacco dominating performance like that in a long time. 
you see it in the playoffs, but not in the regular season. So Baltimore's coming together. They they look good. Steve and Smith senior. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on them. I'm not, I'm not sold on them nice. either. But they're they're coming alive, and they're a team that's starting to worry me. If I was another AFC contender, do because you think they worry they, you, or they just get you excited that they're going to give you a good contest? But ultimately, it's not going to. Do always, you'll never. Better. You're not going to blow out Denver. I mean Baltimore. You're not going to blow them out. It's always going to be really a fight. well coached, and yeah. they have the playoff pedigree, which is the thing that. Just look for in a team, and and they get better as the season goes along, and they've been there year in year out. So, you gotta look, you gotta consider them. All right, the Raiders keep it rolling, thirty-eight twenty-four over the Buffalo Bills. Whoop! This one was a was a good game actually. I mean, it was a two touchdown game, but it was a better game than that. Uh, the Bills were leading, and I actually thought they were going to win. I actually picked them to win. I don't know if I had that on record, but I thought they were going to win this game. I thought the Raiders were. It looked slip. like they were going to win yeah. for a while too. Yeah, but Derek Carr turned it on. It's been a, a bit frequent. If you watch Oakland this season, Oakland's been down in a lot of games where they've come back to win yeah. and even win convincingly. Mm-hmm. If you looked at the score, you're like, oh, they blew them out or something, but you thought they were going to lose when you were watching the game. Worries me a little bit for Oakland. Think they're going to fall I think apart that, in the playoffs? I don't think they're going to fall apart. I've been saying this for a while. I don't think I think Kansas City is going to win that division. I think they're going to get a wild card, and I think that they've had an amazing season. I think it's a year earlier than than I expected for them. Definitely. So I think wild card and a win in the playoffs is a, is a huge success. Anything more is gravy. And they're overachieving as is, but you know I think that the continued coming from behind sometimes that at some point that gets you. Yeah, it's going to get you. Also on the flip side, speaking of Tyrod, he was good at the start. I think actually they asked him in the post game. Uh, they asked Rex Ryan about Tyrod, what's going on there, and just because we've been talking about a bunch of the different quarterbacks, and th- th- he's going to be an interesting one to watch as the season finishes out here. They got four more games. He's due twenty-seven and a half million dollars uh, after a certain amount Overpaid. of days, and so. I don't think Buffalo is going to sign. I don't think they're going to pay him that, and I think he's going to get cut. But who are you going to go with? I think they're either going to try to resign him for less, or there's some players, there's some quarterbacks out there. Every single time, Ooh. like I think of like quarterbacks that can go somewhere, I think Tony Romo. Tony like, Romo is, I mean, he's number one. <laughs> we on talked the board. about Jackson, and I was like Tony Romo. We Tony, talked. <laughs> well, no, we Tony talked about Romo, Buffalo. Like Tony, Tony Romo. Tony Romo is going to be your number one guy, but there's yeah. a couple other guys that are, no one's talking about. Like uh, Garopp, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a guy you're going to look for. Yeah, in a lot of people in the media are really high on him. They think he's also, really good. Uh, AJ McCarron for the Bengals. He's going to be a guy okay. that's going to get a shot in the offseason. Someone's going to trade for him, probably. I could even see someone going after Jacoby Brissett. I heard Geno Smith is, a, is an Geno option. Geno Smith's going to be an option. I mean, there's these guys. Who yeah. knows who's going to be good or not? But I'm just saying, that Tyrod Taylor thing, it's going to be interesting to see how he finishes these last four games because if he doesn't perform really well, there's no way they're going to pay him $27.5 million guaranteed. And so it'll be interesting to see what Buffalo does. All right. Moving on. Steelers 24, Giants 14. Pretty boring game. Um, kind of went how I expected. I don't, I, like I said before, I'm a Giants fan, but I don't, I don't think they're that good. You don't believe in them? Yeah, no. I don't believe in the Giants at all. I think anytime I play a team like the Steelers or a, a good team, with the exception of Dallas in Week One, I think they called Dallas at the right week. Honestly, you call them first game of the season. I think if they call Dallas, like they're going to catch them next week. They you hope. Well, yeah. I, 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 do you th- do you think they're going to make the playoffs? They got a tough <sighs> stretch here. Their their record eight and four. I mean, you they, asked you asked me this a couple weeks ago, and I said no. But then they ripped off what like they, they six were straight. six straight before losing. I, they don't look like they don't look like a playoff team to me. I know it sounds crazy. What do you think about Victor Cruz saying that he's not being targeted enough? He's not. Well, well, also Odell Beckham had one target in the first half. You can't the Giants. They can't do that. He's got to be targeted more than I one mean, time. Mac, and this is the thing we're talking about the Jets. How uh, Todd Bowles was a defensive coach, right? So you are shocked when the defense is not that good. Now Ben McAdoo is an offensive coach. Why does the offense look so inconsistent? Stagnant, yeah, and stagnant. Like it's. It shouldn't. It a, shouldn't be that way. I think he's a bad head coach. You know, Eli's not a bad quarterback. You know, he can get really hot. He, you have the best or one of the best playmakers 
at wide receiver in Odell Beckham. Oh, absolutely. He has weapons. Sherpin's a playmaker. Cruz is a playmaker. I mean, he's not what he used to be, but there's no reason why the Giants' offense should be that stagnant. Should be that shaky. They, they, just, they don't pass the eye test. And they fail it miserably to me. Yeah, I'm, we've been saying for a while, I hope the Giants are in the playoffs because I want to see Odell Beckham in the playoffs. Yeah. Just see him. That's enough for me, hoping they get in. But to finish the season, they have Dallas, Detroit, and then they're going to go to Philly and to Washington. And while Philly's kind of down... At Philly is a tough one, always, because right. it's a rivalry Philly's game. Philly's had their number the past couple years. And then at Washington, I think that Week 17 could be for the playoffs. At Washington, that could be the winner goes in, gets in. And at Washington, I, I favor Washington. They, they, just, they just need to win two games. They need Absolutely. to go two and four. But that's a, that's a tough foursome to have Dallas, Detroit, and then at Philly, at Washington. Two two, so I'm sorry. it'll be interesting to see if they can get in or not. Because I, I, I was saying I thought they were going to get in, and now I'm thinking they're not going to. They just don't look like a playoff team to They me. don't. And also, I'm just enough out of Odell Beckham and the refs. Like, just play football and stop worrying about the refs being against you. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It's just annoying. Tampa Bay 28-21 over the Chargers, and now they are tied with the Atlanta Falcons right. in the NFC South. Tampa Who Bay has knew? quietly been doing work. What, what yeah. are your thoughts on that? Because I know I can put it on record. I thought mediocre team, do yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, more the more maturation of um, Jameis. I don't even know if that makes sense. More maturation. The maturation of Jameis. I thought they would get a little further, but, you know, they've had some surprising victories. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I still pick it, uh, pick Atlanta to win that division. Everyone in the chat, you know, people I never listening. Believed Atlanta. Who do you guys have? Do you have Atlanta or Tampa Bay? Who do you have? That's a tough one. I think I'm going to stick with Atlanta. Yeah, I'm sticking Tampa's with Atlanta. Schedule. This is Tampa's schedule to finish it out. And Tampa's won four straight. And congratulations to Tampa because they've beaten in their last three games. They beat Kansas City, Seattle, and San Diego. That's three good wins. Yeah. And so uh, that's that's impressive in its own right. But they're going to finish the season with uh, New Orleans twice. They're going to play the Saints twice, home and away. They'll split that. And they're also going to play at Dallas. Totally and sad. then they finish the season home to Carolina, which they should win. But it's a tough foursome. They're seven and, and five, right? They're so, seven and five. So I'm predicting nine and seven. Uh, so that's a that's going to be tough. I'm going to stick with Atlanta uh, because I think Atlanta has an What's easier. Their yeah, bring yeah. up Atlanta schedule. This is Atlanta. Atlanta this week. They play at LA. They should win this week at the Rams. Then they're going to play home to San Francisco, at Carolina, and then home to the Saints. So I favor Atlanta. They could they could win out. I think so too. I think they'll probably finish three and one. But yeah, I'd like Atlanta. Okay, but I think Tampa has. has it looked like they were struggling. Halfway in the season, you were worried. You didn't see them making that jump. And now I feel like they've done enough to give you hope moving into next season that they can build on it. Because right now, they're really just winning with Mike Evans dominating and you know their defense playing decent and Cameron Bray yeah. at tight end is starting to show himself. But they need a couple more playmakers. As long as Jameis doesn't like do anything stupid throughout the game, they have a really good chance well, of winning. You know, he, Jameis has got a little Eli to him in the sense that he makes one or two passes a game or just bozo passes. And the rest, he's talented. So. Yeah. Do you think he he's, like, so win big? I feel like James is one of those, he wins big, or you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. I think I think James is, I've been thinking about him a lot lately. Uh-huh. It's a little weird, but <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think that James has got, he's kind of on the career arc, I think, of Cam. Took him a while to get going. He, he a talented, he's, a, he's a better pocket passer than Cam. Maybe. He's inaccurate. In my mind. I think he's inaccurate. He doesn't seem... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Cam is accurate at all. I don't, I don't mean the, the bragginess or the off oh, the showmanship. I just exactly mean he can run when he needs to, but he doesn't look to run as his first thing. He's, it take, it's going to take him a little bit longer to develop than some people wanted, but I could see him having... I could see like Tampa in a year or two having a massive season where they're like 14-2. and two. Yeah. It's sort of like the way Cam's career arc uh, worked out. 
at the start, at least in the first few years. So we'll see. Interesting. All right, Seahawks totally <laughs> just demolished the Panthers, forty to seven on Sunday Man. Night Football, and lost Earl Thomas. Yeah, yeah, and that's oh, that's that's, that's big. And so that's that's what I was getting at. It. On Thursday Night Football, I was telling you how I was all in on Seattle. Yes, all yes, all in on Seattle. And I and I was watching the game, and I was like, "This is the Seattle team I was thinking about. This is the defense that looks incredible that was going to beat Dallas." And then they lost Earl Thomas, who I think. If you ask me the most important player to that defense, it would be Earl Thomas. Yes. And so losing him changes everything. It looks like to me that everything is opening up for Dallas because without Earl Thomas, I don't know. Now it's a no cult. Now boom. It's tough. Well, because Earl Thomas is such an important player. He, you know, ro- roams in that secondary and he just completes that Legion of Boom. And you saw in the game against Carolina, right when he got knocked out, the next play. Carolina went right over the top and beat the new safety, Terrell. And I don't know if they're going to be able to replace him. And so we'll see. And now I'm not as confident. I, I was confident. Like, I, feel, I felt yeah. it. And now I'm just – I'm going to have to see how the defense looks. I still give them a good shot, but it does worry me because Earl Thomas is huge. Let, let's talk about the Cam incident, how he didn't start – because of a what, what do you violate? Dress code violation. He didn't wear his tie. He didn't wear his tie. So Derek Anderson throws a pick on the first play. play. It wasn't his fault. Like snap. I don't think it was his fault though. But I just think it was pretty funny how that happened. What kind of lesson are you teaching? If okay, you can't play on the first snap. All right, Cam, go ahead, take over. Well, I think it was supposed to be the first series. It just ended up that the first series was one play. Yeah, but at the same time, if you want to show discipline, you have to bring Derek Anderson back out for another series. That's how I felt at least. Yeah, me too. Um. The thing for me with that is that it kind of feels like there's something more to it, you know, for whatever reason. I understand that the owner is kind of, this is the same owner that questioned Cam about if he had any tattoos and yeah. all these things. So it's supposedly um, a direct order sort of from him as setting the tone. Um, we kept hearing about Ron um, jacked up his last name. Every Rivera. Day. There you go. I always want to say Riviera. <laughs> yeah, not it. Um being ex-military, so he's a stickler for the rules and rules of rules, but it kind of feels like something else is going on. You wonder if he's sending a message using Cam to somebody else in the locker room, if something else happened with Cam. I mean, they stayed on the West Coast for a week after their game. They didn't want to fly all the way back to Carolina because they played the Raiders last week. Cam said he shipped his clothes back and a tie didn't match, so... I think it's. Yeah, I, I honestly think it's just a season-long thing. We're gonna hear stories, I think, in the off-season of a lot of discontent and locker room things going on with Carolina that are a lot bigger than just Cam. But obviously, Cam's the most important player to that team, and I think Ron was just trying to set a set an example moving into next season because obviously their season is over this year. It seems like, but doing something like that doesn't it feel like that says the coach is basically um, saying that he's kind of lost his team or something? You know I don't what know. I mean? I, I don't it's know. Sort I of think petty. The th- it seems petty to us, and I agree. But and I get that it's rules are rules, the, and I understand. But the one thing that we that you have to look at is that Cam came out and supported that. He did, which tells me that maybe. You know, it's something small, but it Cam could have been bigger. Cam is a bigger. company guy, though. But that, that's impressive, because Cam could have come out. Cam has shown many times, like after the Super Bowl, and plenty of times where he comes off as the as the malcontent or someone that's, like, not interested in dealing with authority or certain scenarios. But for him to back the, the coach, I, I don't know. I think there's something else to it, and we're just hearing the, the iceberg of it. But maybe he should have taken him out for more than just the one play. I think so because the whole thing is just the eye test of it and especially that quick turnaround with it just makes it look really weird. Yeah. 
for lack of a better it, term. It's something probably also. It's probably more of like a season long thing that probably Ron has been upset with Cam or the team or who knows what. Because ironically, leader, so. don't you think that that was Cam's best outfit of the season thus far? I, I mean, he's looked I like Jiminy look Cricket you and t- you so tell forth. Us. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't look at Cam's <laughs> outfit. I don't he's know. He's been his rocking Jiminy Cricket fashion this year, and you know, lots of interesting hats. He had foxtails hanging from him last year. He was calm. It was just a black turtleneck and an overcoat oh. and a top hat or whatever. All right. And uh, before we get into predictions, just to recap tonight's game, it's officially over 41 to 10. It was officially over about two minutes into yeah, the game. Yeah, but I forget how to announce it. Wave it, wave it, Jill. <laughs> why don't we... Wave it, Jill. Why don't we take a few minutes and go to the chat? Because we got some questions yes, we could talk yes, about yes. before we get out of here. Absolutely. And predictions. So Fantasy Stats Guru has a question. He talks about over, under, one and a half career MVPs for... Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Russell Wilson. Combined? It can't be combined, I don't think. Because I think Russell Wilson's going to get more than one and a half Ask by him himself. Uh, uh, fantasy, is it combined or not? So I, I'm going to say Russell Wilson gets more than one and a half by himself. MVPs. I think he's going to finish think, with two. I think I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'm going to take I the over. I think there's a very good chance Mariota gets one. Wow. Later none for Jameis? I think, I, I think there's a good chance all of them get him. Wow. Do you, you think, think? Jameis is going to be an MVP? I think he can be. I think he has that ceiling. I mean, I think he has that ceiling, but I, I guess I don't see it for him yet. Well, he's like he's like Cam, where he has a in very big ceiling years. and a very low floor. That's how I feel about Cam, and I think they're very similar in that aspect. I mean, I would just take Russell Wilson because I think he's the closest one to probably get. Oh yeah, I would take that next, too. Say two or three years. He didn't yeah. give us a time period as to how long. Well, yeah, well, so. so fantasy sad says uh, that it's combined. So I, I'm definitely over on. Yeah, that. I'll take over. Because I think right. Russell's definitely going to get one, and I'll take my chances with Winston or Mario to get Getting one. Getting another one. Yeah. And you may get two out of one of them. True. That's a, I'm taking the over there, for Is sure. It, any other questions up in the chat? I think that's it. There's some talk just about some people are missing Tim Tebow. They want him to come back to Jacksonville. <laughs> and uh, That's still a thing? Tim Tebow? I mean, it can't be worse than Blake Bortles, right? Yes, it can be. You forget how bad Tim Tebow was. Let he him won just a have playoff a broadcasting game. Career. The Broncos won the playoff game. He won it. Did you not see the touchdown oh, pass God. in overtime that he threw? How many years has that been at this point? Five. Isn't it time to just let it go? It's been like five years. It's time to just let it go. Yeah. Well, that's what our chat was telling us. They weren't it's time serious. to let us go. They were not serious. What happened to the Bears? Can they finally get rid of Jay Cutler? They will get rid yes, of Jay Cutler. Yes, he's gone. Jay Cutler was going to be on a new team next season. Maybe the Miami Dolphins. Maybe the Jets. Maybe the Jets. Ooh. A lot of teams out there. All right, so you guys want to get any predictions, or do you want to... Is there yeah, anything let's, else? All right, let's, let's get into predictions. Just for the record, now, if your prediction is off, going in the bust. <laughs> going on the list. All right, so next week we have the Patriots at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Who do you guys got? Wow. You know... I'm going to go with the Patriots. Okay. Did you just like... <laughs> Do a magic eight ball. What was that? No, I just had to, I was just thinking about what I thought is the, where we're at in the season. Yeah. I mean, I just we just talked about the Ravens and right. how they're solid. They'll give you a good contest, but the Patriots at home too, right? The Patriots at home, yes. Yeah. So. It's gonna be. Really? I'm gonna take New England as well. I'm gonna take the Ravens. To make it interesting, or because you believe it? I just don't think the Patriots are the same without Gronk. I think their offense is way less dynamic. I think the Ravens have a very good defense. I don't think they're going to score much. I'm going to take the Ravens like a 20 to 17 game. Okay. Wow, you're making an actual prediction 20 to 17. Yes. I like Let's it. Let's write That's that down. Does that go on the list? Ravens and the under. 20 to 17. Yeah. If you're off, you're going in the list. Oh. I'm on a team, though. 
Yeah, but it's, this is more than just teams. Individuals, teams. Okay. Everybody's on watch now. Oh, right. gosh. Okay, there it is. All also, right, well, wait. One more question. If we're an owner, would you take Cutler, Tyrod, or Garoppolo? I would take Jimmy Garoppolo. I haven't seen enough of Garoppolo, but I hear a lot of people are very high on him. So I'm going to say Tyrod. Okay. Just because of God, that. You're so, you love Tyrod. So I, I like Tyrod. I don't get, love that's gonna get Tyrod. You, it's going to get you in the list. <laughs> <laughs> Your love of Tyrod is going to get you in the list. So we know that Cutler's out for me. I don't believe yeah. in him. I don't believe yeah. in his attitude. Boop. Tyrod, I think he's overpaid, and I haven't seen Garoppolo. So I'm really not qualified to answer this question, but I'm going to take a, a leap, and we're going to roll with Garoppolo. Good. Sight unseen. We're just going to see. I was getting the list out in case you wanted to join him for Tyrod. Well, he, I, he, he obviously looked good. He looked good this year. It's just that I don't know how much I can attribute to Belichick. Well, and... I think that the answer to that question, the right answer, is Garoppolo, because we've seen enough of Jay Cutler to know what he is. Yeah. I think we've seen enough of Tyrod to kind of have an idea what it is. Yep. I don't think there's more. Up, there's not too much more upside on Tyrod. I think he's at a, shown think that he's at, a at his best, he is what he is now. We haven't really seen more than that, and I think you just have to go with Garoppolo because he could be really bad, but he also could be really good, and he showed us a decent amount so far. Yeah. All right, before we leave, is there anything uh, you guys are looking forward to in Week 14? Any games in particular? Any any storylines? I'm looking forward Thursday's to Monday game. night oh, Monday? and Thursday night. We got some good ones that we're going to talk about here. Yeah. Thursday, yeah. The Thursday night game, and guys, there's an after show for that as well, so tune into that. Uh, Thursday night game is very good, Oakland and Kansas City. You guys are lucky to cover that. Finally, kind of we got a good Thursday and Monday right. night game. Yeah. Well, let's not jinx it. Let's not jinx it. I just mean the team's playing. Yeah. They might not be good. No, it should be good. We hope it's good. So, I mean, you guys know that they're thinking about maybe reshuffling and getting rid of the Thursday night games. I heard. I heard. Which I think is a great thing for the NFL, a bad thing for the Thursday night football after show, but I think it's a great thing for the NFL. I think Thursday night football games are terrible. I think, or maybe they should just start them after Thanksgiving and not have so many. It just seems too lengthy, too long, not enough rest in between, and too much football. I don't think they're going to get rid of Thursday night football. If anything, they're going to figure out a way to... Somehow incorporate buys into the teams playing, which would make more sense, give the teams more rest. So maybe you have the buy, then you play Thursday night football, so you get a long break before the Thursday night game or something like that. Maybe you started a couple weeks in, so it's not week one or two, but it's too much money out there. That's what I was saying. As long as it's making the NFL money, they don't care. Everything they do is about money, so what's right and what's wrong doesn't matter. You have to go by money and this, this. commissioner and the way that they focus and everything is about money and Thursday Night Football is too much money. But to if just the viewers aren't watching then the sponsors are going to start questioning why they're investing that much money into a product and not getting the returns. So, so something is going to have to be done. Alright, I guess we'll have to stay tuned and stay find tuned. 2020, out. we'll be back. Guys, thanks for joining us for the Monday Night Football After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, give us a thumb, thumbs up on YouTube. Five stars on iTunes. The Indianapolis Colts defeat the New York Jets 41-10. to I'm your host, Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Jill. Where can they find you? I'm Jill Monroe. You can check me out at StilettoJill, JacksonStilettoJill.com for sports and pop culture gossip. Hit follow and say what's up to me. Yeah, and you can find my NFL rankings tomorrow on her blog. I'm finally on that site. I'm always reading it. My name is Mike Gripps. You can catch me on social media at Mike Gripps, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. And hit me up because if not, you're going on the list. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who participated in the chat. Tune in next week. Jets. Oh, that's fly gross. The, that's not even a dog. Fly the flag. It's okay, guys. See ya. See you next week.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.